All right, Snack Attack crew, assemble. Feeling that mid-afternoon slump? Need a protein boost that doesn't involve boring protein bars? Well, let me introduce y'all to my new favorite obsession, wonderful pistachios. Y'all, these little green guys aren't just your average nut. They're protein powerhouses, packing a whopping six grams per ounce. That's over 10% of your daily value. And here's a confession. I used to be a cracker. You know, the kind of girl who enjoys the satisfying pop of opening each one. But let's be honest, sometimes convenience is king. And that's where their no-shell options comes in perfect for on-the-go snacking. Plus, they come in flavors like chili roasted and sea salt and vinegar. So there's something for everyone, even the picky gals. But here's the kicker. Wonderful pistachios are a complete protein, meaning they have all nine essential amino acids your body needs. So next time you're feeling sluggish, ditch the sugary treats and grab a handful of these green gems. I promise y'all they will keep you fueled and feeling your best, whether you're conquering carpool duties or crushing deadlines. And seriously, these are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to wonderfulpistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your body will thank you. Ladies, let's talk real talk here. You probably have days when the PMS has you feeling like you could eat anything in sight. My goodness, the cravings and the general discomfort. Well, say goodbye to those days with Hormone Harmony from Happy Mammoth. Let's dive into why Hormone Harmony is not just another supplement, but a true game changer. First off, it's not just a trend. It's a phenomenon. Social media is buzzing with women singing praises about Hormone Harmony. In fact, a bottle flies off the shelves every 24 seconds. Can y'all believe that? Now let's talk about Happy Mammoth, the brilliant minds behind this wonderful product. They're all about making your life easier, and that means no compromises on quality. They've meticulously crafted Hormone Harmony using only science-backed ingredients proven to work wonders for women like us. But here's my favorite part. Hormone Harmony contains adaptogens, nature's little miracle workers. These herbal extracts help your body adapt to life stressors, especially those pesky hormonal changes that can throw us off balance. And here's the kicker. Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. It's your secret weapon against those hormonal imbalances that can wreak havoc on your life. From hot flashes and night sweats to racing thoughts and low moods, Hormone Harmony has got your back. And yes, it even tackles the occasional bloat and that not tonight boo feeling. <laughs> the real benefit here, the real win, feeling like yourself again. That's why countless women are raving about it in over 17,000 glowing reviews. We love a verified product, honey. Now here's your chance to experience the magic firsthand. For a limited time, you can get a fabulous 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BRAVADO at checkout. So what are you waiting for, homegirl? Say hello to balanced hormones and goodbye to those days of feeling like a roller coaster. Your journey to hormone harmony starts now. Welcome to the Black Girl Bravado podcast, your weekly fix for all things mental health and wellness. I'm Brittany. And I'm Germany. And not only are we besties, but we're your besties. You heard me right. It's homegirl vibes here. 
Get ready for the girls to dish the real, the raw, and the fucking funny. And listen, we may drag you, but it's always in love. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Welcome back, queens. Always coming sounding so sweet. Who? Me. <laughs> Very disgusting. <laughs> hey, y'all. New week, new tea. Where we kiki with you and you kiki with we. Welcome back to the show. How is your how was your weekend and your week? Mm, both, huh? But double, double up. Yeah. My my weekend, you know, these weeks have felt like lately, and I tweeted this. I feel like my life has just been me running a never ending errand. Mm. Like I gotta do this. I gotta go here. I gotta take my car to get service, and I gotta make sure I get to. Like, damn, I hate when it's when like you rest? when it's stacked like that. I gotta yeah. edit this. I got <laughs> like. <laughs> Gotta do this. Gotta upload this. It's like, oh, fuck. It sounds like more organization is needed. More time management is needed. No, it sounds like some of the duties need to be. You um, don't think that it comes down to also organization and time management? Not when it comes to things like getting my car serviced. I know, because but that's you just know why? one Aaron. I have to work. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the party. From home. And you know, you when you're getting these car service, you need to be there early. You need to be there. You need to drop your car off as soon as it, it's open. So why don't you? I do. What did work from home have to do with that? Because the, you have to drop your car off at 8 and I start work at 8. That's what it has to do with it. Right. but you It's know starting you, at the same time. You know, you know that you can take. I don't know if this is how your dealer works, but you can take the car a little bit early. No, how, how early it don't does work your work? De- like it opens at 8. Really? Yes. Sometimes so, they make it where you could leave the car with the sales or service before they open, and then you could. Well, just that's at BMW. Um, we don't we don't have the same. Um, still make still at Mercedes Benz. If your appointment start at a little eight, late, get at eight. <laughs> My truth is. What's your truth? I've been have I have to do a lot, and it's not enough hours in the day. Sometimes point blank period, it comes down to a little bit more than time management. It comes to a lot on plate. Period. So what are you going to do about it? Explain what the fuck I'm doing. I'm getting it done. <laughs> Just like I have. But I can I can express you can. how I feel about it. You can. You can. So, so with your never-ending errand, what did you do this weekend? Worked and ran errands and handled business. Went out with the girls for dinner, which was fun. Realizing that, you know, I love the midweek dinners haven't done those in a while haven't really done any midweek activities it's just been like work and more work during the week and then like trying to cram all of the activities into the weekend yeah and that can be overwhelming sometimes and that also makes you more tired that's why i don't feel like we get in no rest on the weekend right. it's like i gotta do all of my things i want to see all my people i want to run everywhere go everywhere and then the sunday comes and it's like damn work is already tomorrow especially because the work week the work day takes so much of the week it's like on the weekends you want to get your nails done. That's that takes time. You want to go run some errands like that takes time too. And it's like you want to relax a little bit too. It's just a lot. Yeah, we have to start doing some stuff during the week. Period. Not only just like hanging out with our friends, but running some errands too. Although you don't want to, you don't feel like it. I think that will help create more like work life balance. You know, mm-hmm. like oh, I gotta run these little. Errands. Let me break my stuff down. So come Saturday, I could chill. Right. And get into my bag. 
it comes down to more freedom because when you're at work for eight hours of the day, it just takes so much of the damn day. It does. And I'm like, I need to get my fucking car service. I'm going to get my nails done during the week. That would be a nice treat, but that has to be done on the weekends. Yeah. The, the commute there. I have noticed checking in about my um, life audit adjustments. Being at work at seven really helps me. I feel like I have so much more time throughout the day or during the day. Like even yesterday, I didn't feel like I had to rush to get home and change. If I was getting off at five, I would have been like, I got to speed in traffic, get myself together, yeah. walk Gatsby, get to the restaurant. I would have just been feeling stressed. Yeah. But getting off at 3.30 and home when it's bright outside, I can cook. I just have a lot more time. I'm like, this feels good. This feels so much better. So yeah. being at work at seven really is the cheat code for me. I was able to go to work, go to an appointment. Then go get ready for dinner. Um, I just hate having appointments sometimes. Like, fuck. What, what? I would like about a month with no appointments. Do you have that many appointments often, like throughout the month? Yeah, it's either the doctors or the dentist. Yeah. Something. Things or to something. Do. A car. Things something. to do. Things to do. And then as an adult, you just got something to do. Unless you go on a month sabbatical. Yeah. We have to take care of our things. Yeah. Um... What did I do this weekend? Oh, I went to the night. In, what was it? A summer walkers night? A summer night? Night in summer? R&B summer night? What the fuck a was it called? Summer night? What was that summer walker concert called? It was a something using summer's name. Um, <laughs> a hot summer night maybe? I don't know. Summer walk? A summer night? I think it was called a summer night. It was cute. Um, summer walker is very underwhelming <laughs> in, in concert, which I'm sure we all know. Yeah, um, I was been. just expecting... I was expecting for her to turn a new leaf, but it was really. I think that's just who she is. I've never I know. seen her live, but have no, I've never seen her live. It did not give. She's just not a performer. It did not give. I she was can like, sing mm. down, but she's just not a performing girl. She's not. Somebody said it doesn't even seem like she wants to do this. Why does she keep doing this to herself? For money. I she know. She has to. It's a part of the job. She's yes. not excelling at that part. How was Ari? Ari was good. I mean, she also has a pretty laid back performance style. The girls are, you know, definitely give R and B singer, so it's not a lot of dancing. Yes, you know, but it was it was Joyce be dancing though. Joyce does dance. She definitely gives R and B nineties R and B. Did you see her? Yeah. Okay. I seen Joyce. Joyce sounded amazing. Ari sounded amazing. Jasmine sounded good. It was just the actual sound. I saw a tweet saying that Staples Center has horrible sound. Yes, it was a sound, uh, like whatever the sound audio was, her voice itself sounded good. But it just wasn't in sync. It wasn't. Did you see Amarion? That was terrible. You seen him? That was embarrassing. Not at that concert. I'm thinking, did you see him come out at the concert, girl? Because he came out that he came out at that concert with who? I, he came out with Summer Walker because oh. you know they got that song Screw It. Okay, I had already departed. Okay, I had actually already left. Girl, I seen the tweets; they were tearing him apart. Like Amarion, we didn't forget about last night. It was a mess. I would. How did they say he sounded horrible? See, he really cannot sing. Girl, he cannot sing. Child, somebody tweeted and said they they can't wait to hear what we have to say about that versus. That versus was hot, a hot ass mess. <laughs> it was like a car crash you could not take your eyes off of. <laughs> like I wanted to turn it off, but I could not. But it was so bad. Towards the end, though, I said, I'm done. Yeah, it's towards the end. I said, I have to go get ready for bed. But Mario ate a Marion up. And when it first started off, I said, babe, Marion's about to eat Mario up. No, I was always Mario for me. I was like, he's going to eat him up. 
he's really going to eat him up because I prefer Marion's music album cuts and shit like that to Mario. Mario's a, a deep in his R&B bag, like deep. So I just was like, he's going to eat him up. He actually got eight. He ate him up. He got eight. I was like, I mean, oh. he was just really performing. And I, and his vocals been a Mario fan. Sounds so good. He has not missed. A, I said, he Whoa. hasn't missed a vocal session. I'm like, he's not drinking. He's not smoking. He ain't tarnishing his vocals. Girl, he, he, he was on a Marion's head. They okay. First of all, when Marion came out with just the headpiece and the white glasses on, I said, now he's really planning to fucking. <laughs> <laughs> it was when he got on the floor and was like, I was like, oh, Mario, you got to get up. I hate, I hate. You have to get one up. One thing I do not like is a very dancing man. I Unless you're Chris Brown. Chris Brown, I can take, but it, it, it comes a point where I'm like, boy, stop. I don't like a hypersexual performer. Like acting like your dick is the the, the mic and dropping the it all over the watermelon piece. I actually hated it. <laughs> I'm like, stop it, stop it right now! The all on the floor, <laughs> all that, all, every few minutes, the whole like acting like you're thrusting. Stop it, girl. I'm not here for that. First, I don't get did you, turned you didn't on. Catch by the, you didn't catch the pre verses. I did the pre verses that was actually a verses. It was so long. Ray J? So, sound horrible. <laughs> One wish if I had. He said, you my baby, my baby. He kept saying, making my baby. Make What did he say? How does that go? Have us a baby. That have part. us a baby. He was like, yeah. have us a baby. Have us a baby. <laughs> I'm like, you sound Once shitty. Once they had stopped and then restarted the one wish, one wish, one wish. Oh, I missed that part. One wish, one wish, one wish. It was terrible. One wish. Then they stopped and they started back up. One wish. <laughs> but took me out as Brandy's comment. She was like, bro, you didn't take the special tea. I'm like, Brandy. The tea that I made you. The tea Brandy's that I made you. annoying as fuck. I'm sorry. She's annoying. Brandy and She's... Ray J. They're the they're annoying. <sighs> they're annoying. Like, like, it's almost like a point to prove. Like we're siblings and we love each other and we're or so like close we're so and we have cool. a bond. Not even that. Like it's just a like a try too yeah. hard energy. Mm. Ray J. Everybody on that stage had a try too hard energy. They were like, "Bro, my bro tank, my bro tank." I wrote that song for t- y'all. Shut up. <laughs> it was just try. It was very much giving high school girl. It was giving. And high you know school. what? It seems like Amarion should have sat it out because how did it become a tell all? Did you see everything that was revealed? Jay Bug ate him up. Jay Bug. <laughs> Jay Bug ate him up. I said, "Tell the truth." First of all, after the verses, all the group, all three of the group members, I know, posted, posted that clip David talking Ruffin. about, um, "Ain't nobody come to see you." Yeah. And then it became a tell-all after Amarion called them up. his background dancers. He started, but the thing is, if you already know that everybody that they know that tea that you weren't really, you got to keep, keep a keep keep your mouth closed it was like boy you, and i i felt what jay bug was saying like he's he's trying so hard to get to the top and it's just constant flop like that that night was a flop the fits the watermelon the microphone <laughs> dick all of it none of it worked none of it <laughs> it's all a spectacle it's all a spectacle those are the pieces you hated the it's no true talent this the fit change Having Orion come out and also eat the watermelon. I'm like, you are the DJ. You got to get back there and start the track up. The simultaneously eating of watermelon. Bruh. Ugh. I just could not. I'm like, you guys, get the back to the verses. The simulation of the vagina eat out was crazy. Ugh, I was tired of it. I'm like, you played yourself. This is played. It's corny. Heavy on the corn ball. 
It was giving corn, corn, corn. Yeah. So and I was not a fan. And that's no printer. Yeah, I was not. I was not feeling that verses. The best verses was one of the best verses. T Pain and Lil John. That was an amazing verses. Yeah, I thoroughly cool. enjoyed that verses. What's another one that I thoroughly enjoyed? I really enjoy some of the early ones, like when they the were pandemic verses. The pandemic ones because Jill that Scott, that Eric John Madu. that John Jonte Jonta Austin. That was a good one. And Neo was it Neo? That was bomb, girl. That was bomb. The first one, y'all, was a a precursor. Timbaland. The first one was Timbaland. No, the first it? one was Sean Garrett and the Dream. Oh I yeah, think. that was good. That one, no, that one went to hell. They well, was going. well, they were going. They were at each other's throats, but the hits, the hits were there. But I said, this is actually drama once they once they elevated when i know which i know you know growth is great but you also have to know when to put things to rest once they started meeting up and doing the performance it lost its essence it did it, it was something did. that was good for the time teddy that riley time is when needed, it went bad when, you know what that's, that's the same thing i was talking about with kayla because teddy riley the thing is it hadn't even elevated to that point it yet. Was teddy riley teddy riley had took it upon himself to create a set and then they had to come back it was a mess that's when it that's when it started. It was shot in the foot that day. Versus did what it needed to do. Two and a half years later, we can pivot. Yeah, we're done with the verses. The only verses that I want to see now is Chris Brown and Usher. Although Chris Brown said it would have to be a real thing for him. He wants like a to concert. Really, that's what I think he was hinting at. Like a back-to-back type of thing. Now that I will get tickets for. I feel like they might do that. Have a great opener. That will be... Girl, I need to see Chris Brown live as an adult. I saw him Same. when it was Young Love. Young, young love, love, young love. <laughs> I seen him back then, but I need to see him with the. I just want to see you strip, right? I want to see Usher yeah, live. Like, I want to see him too. Now, a residency would be so good for uh, with both of them. We should go to Vegas. We should. We said that. I just want to see you strip. Goddamn you, sexy. Goddamn you, sexy. For me. Listen, yeah. Now that I would not be able to choose, I would just have to enjoy the music. It's just enjoying the music. I guess the next people might be Joe and. I I don't want to see it. (laughs) I don't want to see it. I want to know. I don't want to see Joe. I'm sorry. (laughs) I don't, because there's only a handful of Joes. This is another thing, and then we're going to go ahead and get off of this subject. What makes Versus good and why Omarion flopped? The hits, hit after hit is what people want to hear. They want to sing along. That's what makes verses good. Because although Mario was eating him up, I was not deep in my Mario bag oh, with yeah, the cuts. I knew, I knew him. So it's not the same unless you really like have consistent hits that people can sing along to. Omarion don't got enough of that. It's definitely a recipe. There's an element it's to that. It's a recipe of having the hits, having the vocals. Yeah. And then having, you know, the banter. Yeah, and the in the personality, the banter can't be disrespectful. I don't no, like no, that. No, no, not disrespectful, but just you know, like playful. You know, back in the day, back in the day when verses first started, it was like mini little history lessons. Like I remember when I linked up with that. Yeah, I wrote we this. we created this. Yeah, the what that's what I'm saying. That's what I didn't like about this most recent one. It was a, it was sprinkled with disrespect. It was all throughout. I'm like, I don't like the way y'all talking to one another. Girl. It's no longer enjoyable for the fans, and I have to go. It's too much. The dick, the watermelon. Girl, again. On the floor. And now the disrespect. (laughs) (laughs) It was all of it. It was just not good. So that's our. our, That's our take. A hot little 15 minutes on it. But mm, whatever. Yeah, all that to say he came out at the. I heard he came out at the summer night. Hot summer night or whatever. Yeah. A night with summer. Glad I missed it. I really would have been out of my seat at that point. I haven't been to a concert in a minute. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anywho. Um. 
so yeah that was that that was a weekend um we're moving on thank you mm-hmm. so ratings and reviews please if you like what you're listening take a few minutes seconds to actually pause the show leave a rating and review they help us tremendously here on the show on spotify it's even quicker just leave a rating and we'll love you for it i want to read our review of the week this comes from tavi she says Y'all, I absolutely love this podcast. I have never been a podcast person, but recently started listening and I have been hooked on y'all's since. I literally feel like I'm there with y'all and in and in all the mix. Your content is amazing and I've even gotten my husband to listen to it. Oh, few. wow. Thank you so much for being here and talking to us. We love when y'all do that. Get these men's in here. Yeah, we got something to teach them. Yes, we do. Yes, thank you so much, girlfriend. Thanks for the kind words. Patreon, you already know what it is and you know what to do. By now, I know for sure that all of the retreat, all the ticket information is uploaded. We have a special discount code for our girlies who join us over on Patreon. An extra $500 off. $500, up to $500 off that you can save. So get on over there. There's a lot of content. We're about to be revamping it and refreshing it. So it's going to look Brand new. It's going to feel brand new. And we're really excited to start that. Yes. Speaking of the retreat, the She Connects Unlocking Sisterhood Retreat is live. And in effect, waiting for you all to book your spots. It is going to be a magical, unlocking, connecting, bonding sisterhood experience. We have curated the perfect trip for all of our intimate home girls Mm -hmm. and like germany said there is a discount code for patreon but for you all there is a discount as well you save 300 dollars off which can be applied to your deposit for the first uh, it's a limited time that's all it's a limited time so if you're thinking about coming now is the time because we want to save our Yes. And if you are thinking about coming and you feel like you have some questions that you need answered, feel free to email us and we will get you all the information that you need. This is very safe. It's going to be a great time. We've taken care of everything. All you have to do is book your flight and show up. Just show up. That's it. And that's going to be March 20th to the 26th in 2023. Yes. Um, before we get there, though, we want you all to meet us in either L.A. or New York for our live show. Yes, yes the girlies are doing a thing. Mm-hmm. So August 6th, if you're in L.A., August 27th, if you're in New York, we're pulling up on you. We want you to pull up on us. That ticket information is down in the show notes as well. It's going to be a good time. Yes, it's going to be fun. Hey, bookies, we got something special for you. Are you ready to dive into a celebration of blackness that's as diverse as the experience it represents? Well, NPR has got you covered with Black Stories, Black Truths. This is a groundbreaking collection that's more than just a podcast. It's revelation. What does black representation in media mean to you? Because to me, it's about breaking down stereotypes, challenging biases, and also showcasing the rich tapestry of black experiences. For sure, absolutely. And Black Stories, Black Truths is the epitome of this celebration. Each episode is a living account of what it truly means to be black today, and it's told from a unique black perspective. And I feel like these aren't just stories, like they're narratives of joy, resilience, empowerment, and also the incredible ability to create world-shifting things out of the struggle. Seriously, you'll hear about everything from pop culture icons like Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to discussions on vital topics like reparations, y'all. There's really no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Have you tuned in yet? One of my favorite episodes is the one on how real self-care takes 
real systemic change, that's a must listen. Yeah, I really think the hosts bring a tone that's celebratory. It's also informative and reflective, which I really can appreciate. Every episode is a journey. It offers a range of emotions and perspectives that keeps you hooked from start to finish. As soon as I turn it on, I'm like, mm. And let's not forget, black perspectives haven't always been at the forefront of America's story. But now they are the story. Period. So this is not just a podcast, y'all. It's a collection of some of NPR's best episodes showcasing the brilliance and resilience of the black experience. And we know NPR is known for its commitment to diverse storytelling. But with them presenting black stories, black truths, I would say that this is NPR with the noir twist. (laughs) So what are you waiting for? Turn on NPR today and immerse yourself in a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and black as the incredible country we reflect. And remember, stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, available wherever you get your podcast. Have you ever dreamed of effortlessly conversing in another language? Whether it's for that upcoming international trip, connecting with family and friends, diving deep into a new culture, or simply adding a new skill to your repertoire, learning a new language opens up a world of opportunities. But let's face it, traditional methods like textbooks and classroom learning can be a drag. That's where Rosetta Stone comes in. As the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years, Rosetta Stone offers a revolutionary approach that truly immerses you in the language you want to learn without relying on CDs or DVDs. Picture this, you're effortlessly conversing in Spanish on the streets of Barcelona, ordering tapas like a local, or discussing the latest French designers with Parisians. So sexy, right? With Rosetta Stone's intuitive process, you'll learn naturally starting with words, then phrases, then full sentences. And with over 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, and Polish... The possibilities are endless. Rosetta Stone's speech recognition technology, including the True Accent feature, acts like a personal trainer for your accent, providing instant feedback on your pronunciation. Plus, with both desktop and app options available, along with offline lesson downloads and an audio companion, learning for the babe on the go has never been easier. And here's the best part. For a limited time, Rosetta Stone is offering a lifetime membership for 50% off, y'all. That's right, lifetime access to all 25 language courses for half the price. Don't miss out on this amazing deal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, BGB listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com backslash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com backslash today. Y'all should know by now that we love progression over here. Let's chat about what everyday progress truly means to us. Whether it's hitting those small milestones or treating ourselves to a little something something after a month of disciplined budgeting, progress is all about balance and staying motivated. And speaking of budgeting and reaching financial goals while still enjoying life's little pleasures, have you heard about Chime? Chime's checking account offers some amazing features that can help you along your financial journey. Let me tell you about one feature that really stands out to me. Chime's Spot Me. 
We've all been there, right? Dealing with overdraft fees can really throw a wrench in your financial plans. But with Chime, you can overdraft up to $200 with no fees. You heard me right, no fees. It's like having a safety net for those unexpected moments. Y'all, I had a friend who was always getting hit with hefty overdraft fees. It was a mess trying to sort it out. How do you really get ahead with that? But with Chime, you can avoid those headaches and get back on track with ease. Plus, Chime isn't just a bank. It's a community. With Boost, you can increase your spot me limit by receiving boosts from your friends. It's like having your financial back covered by your squad. So... If you're ready to take control of your finances and wave goodbye to those pesky monthly fees, open your Chime account today. Just head over to Chime.com slash bravado. That's Chime.com slash bravado. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bankcourt Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Boosts are available to eligible Chime members enrolled in SpotMe and are subject to monthly limits. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. So last week, y'all, we kicked off this new series, Relationships and You, and we're getting down to the knit grit. We had to start with dealing with difficult family members. Right. Sometimes it's challenging when you're in a relationship and a nigga family just ain't vibing with you. Mm -hmm. You don't know what to do. You don't know uh, why they don't like you or what the tea is. And there's a lot of work to be done there. So if you haven't already, listen, listen. get some tips. Yes. And learn how to deal with effectively. It. Yes. Manage the challenge. Yes. Mm -hmm. But today. Today we're here continuing this relationships in you. So we've been talking about relationships for years now right we've yeah. talked about the ways relationships affect us how we show up in them how we would like people to show up in them for us but now we're in a, an interesting time right mm -hmm. the economy is economy yeah it's shifting baby if you have eyes and ears you have been hearing about the economy you've been hearing about inflation you've been hearing about this recession you've been noticing prices changing yeah and things increasing yes gas prices no matter groceries. where you are, groceries, rent, services, rent, <laughs> rent, everything. I mean, yeah, the, 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 with the recession, a lot of money was given out to, you mean the pandemic? Yeah. And the, during the pandemic, a lot of money was given out and now we're having to offset all of the demand, all the supply rather with less demand, meaning everything is more expensive. This was a planned recession. Actually, once that happened, they foresee it with the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Every few years it happens. So here we are. The last one was in 2007. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I, I was a long, young. It didn't affect me like that. I was a young tyke. Same. I remember just when I got getting my into the work, Just getting into the work field, if even that. I don't even think I was really getting into it. I, I had a My job. feet were very wet, you know, just having a little odd jobs here and there. Yeah. But I wasn't a full working woman. <laughs> I was I was a part-time employee at American Eagle. But I was, like, consistently working. And I got my little stimulus check. That's the first time I realized or learned what a stimulus was. Was that the Obama stimulus? That definitely was. A $600? Yeah. I got mine. I said, Mom, you are not getting this. <laughs> it came to me. Why is a black mom always trying to retrieve someone's funds? She like, got Wook stimulus. No. Because she claimed Wook. Wook wasn't even working. 
Mm-hmm. And Wook just knew she was getting. I said, no, you got to be, be really working. having to tell them parents to get up off of the Social Security. I am now claiming myself. Yeah. Hell yeah. Release my Social Security. I said, girl, but I got my little stimulus, my 600. I remember that. I remember that. We got it with our taxes or something. No, they just sent the little checks, but you had to file, claim you had it to on have the file your taxes. To have filed your taxes to yes. get the stimulus. So I got my little stimulus check. I'm sure I ran through it. I'm certain I ran through it, baby. Duh. I'm sorry. At that time, you know, I was bad with paying, getting parking tickets and not paying them. So I might have had to take care of some business before my mom did my registration. So I'm sure my money went there. Mm-hmm. But the last recession was in 2017 and it hit us hard. 2007. 2007. Yeah. Ooh, pardon me. But it hit, the, it hit folks hard. Yes, it did. Homes foreclosing, mm-hmm. people losing jobs. Recessions are a real deal. Holy field. But that's not what we're talking about today is how the economy can affect our relationships. Right. Yeah. I was on Instagram and I um, came across this post and it really sparked some thought in me. Mm. And I thought this would be good to talk about on the podcast. And I had even um, posed it as a question on my personal Instagram just to see like how people were feeling about it to create some dialogue. So um, this girlie, she had posted that she's an astrologer. So she usually ties in like an astrological perspective as well as what's going on um, currently in the world. So she was talking about how like we were hearing about a lot of couples breaking up like Lori. I mean, just couples in general, like Lori and Mike, Michael B. Jordan had just broken up. And then Carisha and Diddy had did their episode. You know, they were some of the hot, hot couples. Mm-hmm. Um, during the time but she said um, Venus also represents finances so y'all should be paying attention to the economy right right now too gas prices have reached an all-time high and food shortages are still on the rise yet the wages have pretty much stayed the same mm-hmm. pretty soon people will be having re- revelations about how it's nearly impossible to survive in this economy as a single person so marriage and partnership will increase however more relationships will look unconventional. People will be also joining partnerships in more unconventional ways. We will see an increase in men and women doing co-living as well instead of being in traditional relationships. Mark my words. Yeah, it's happening. That's pretty interesting that she said that about marriages increasing because there were statistics done or studies done on the 2007 recession mm-hmm. where they seen that marriage and birth rates declined people were not getting married. people were not that. getting married and people were not having babies because weddings are expensive yes right and then having children are fucking expensive yeah so they seen a decline of marriage and babies there was also a decline of divorce so definitely people stand together and then when things leveled out we started to see ourselves come out of the recession. Niggas was getting the fuck up out of there. It was giving divorce rates increase. I can do bad all by myself. Yeah. And pay my own bills now. I can stand on my two feet now. Period. I think that's why she's saying we're going to be seeing in, an increase in unconventional co-living because mm-hmm. it's like we're not moving. People aren't necessarily going to be moving together because they're married. They're getting married. And this is the next right. state. Next step. Sharing space. It's like. We're doing this because we're together or maybe we need to come together mm-hmm. so that we can save money. I think also we might see an influx or an increase of roommating. Definitely. Like not just with your partner, like girl. Homegirl. Homegirl. Can you, do you want to go in on? Because I can't afford or people are going to start going back home, which we've already seen that happening, especially in New York or where places where it's almost impossible to get decent rent. Because they're talking about you need to make 40 times the rent or something to try to like regulate who's in these apartments, Mm -hmm. which is fucking crazy. Like, yeah, we're seeing a lot of that. Yeah. 
So based on her post, what was some of the feedback that you received from your personal community? So a lot of people, most people actually were like, no, Mm. that is not the economy. You know, the inflation and everything going up is not enough reason for me to consider moving in co-living or moving in with the significant other some people said that they've been there and they've done that and it's just it isn't worth it and then you know people were really honest which I appreciated like one of the homegirls was like you know what I'm in this current situation right now like me and my baby daddy we're not together but I cannot afford to to leave Mm -hmm. I just can't afford it right now so it's like it turns into a roommate situation like we're not together but we're roommates. I can't leave the home. Can't afford my own apartment. Right. So we have to figure it out until things change. Right. Which maybe we'll see less people separating and staying in relationships past the due date, the expiration date. For sure. Because it's know? like, I got to stay. Like, I can't can't go. So we better work it out. Yeah. And when I first saw this post, um, my initial thought was no as well. And I understand that I'm speaking from a place of privilege because... My rent is hella cheap, y'all. My rent is you're not gonna believe it. It's eleven ninety five. Yeah. One one. She lives in Los Angeles too, so yes. you already know. Yes, and it's not a shack. No. I live my rent is eleven ninety five. Well, that's that's the way the Lord has smiled down on me. Right. When I thought it was a this face, I see a smile. Yeah. I see um, teeth. I've been living there for six years and my landlord it's a it's a personal like uh what do we private call it? A private privately owned. He has not gone on up on the rent once. Yeah, that's since I've been living there. And in a situation like this, I realize how blessed I am and how much of a gym I have mm-hmm. because bruh, to have that same rent for eleven ninety five for yeah. six years. Yeah. It's un it truly is unheard of. And you have a nice place. Yeah. You have everything that you need. You have a washer and dryer. Mm-hmm. That's already the biggest flex, okay? Right. Washer and dryer. Yeah nice spacious unit mm-hmm. it's modern mm-hmm. like there's a lot that you're getting for 11.95 which would be which would make you almost foolish to let it go and that's how i feel about that's why my stance is this like forever my stance has been when i move in with somebody it's it needs to be like an upgrade yes complete a, a complete upgrade we're really stepping into a level up mm-hmm. and like we're really deciding to take the relationship to the next step and by next step i mean serious next step because for me and i don't this is just how i feel to like give up that place without that being solidified and like it's just like oh we're just dating and the economy changing. it's a Let's huge risk yes it's a huge risk yes not only i mean it's a huge risk for a lot of reasons right because you don't have the security of knowing like we're in a marriage right because that would be the ultimate security like we're moving forward life has changed we no longer need that place because we're out of that we're out of that space but to date is really rolling the dice because we could be together for a couple years or a year and then it's don't work out and now nigga i'm back in the streets paying market price for rent yeah back market, to market value price. and that just don't work for me i would not leave that place but then on the other hand, I know. So that's my personal situation. But I could see how for people who are not in that situation, how it can make just makes more sense economically to just be like we're always together. We're always at each other's house. Why are we paying two rents when we can save money by moving together? You know, if I'm paying two thousand and you're paying two thousand, mm-hmm. we can save a lot of money and kind of have a one up on the economy. by doing Right. That. And I think that the. When you're considering this, which is 
when you're considering that, I feel like you have to really understand your goals. Is it just for us to save money individually? Are we actually moving forward towards buying something? Like, what's the objective? Because when it's all said and done, right, putting all the bills out, what are we truly saving? How is it really benefiting us, you know? I think at this point, maybe in the past, it's like, okay, we're moving together for a bigger goal. But I think right now, currently, during this state of the economy, it's just to save, you know, because if we're instead of paying two thousand, I'm paying one thousand. That one thousand can help be a cushion against the inflation, the gas, right. the rising gas prices, and whatever else has been increased. Right. You know, we're not really putting any money up for a house, a, a shared goal, but we're still saving individually so more than we, we would be if we lived individually. Resources, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it just depends on how, where the relationship is at. It's just getting a price break because like like this post said, and like we all know, wages aren't rising for mm-hmm. most people. Mm-hmm. So it's like a way that you can get it on the back end and figure it out for yourself if your job's rate um, isn't doing what they need to do, is doing stuff like this. But I really do think that the relationship should be healthy. The relationship has to be sturdy, maybe. It got to be a sturdy Millie Rock. It, it got to be sturdy, uh, 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 very healthy, not toxic. I can't move with you. Just no, no. It needs to have some really good, solid roots, no. a solid foundation. Like we feel like we're ready for that step. And when I say ready, like I don't mean like ready where it's like people like me who are like want to be like. There's a spectrum of ready, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh, this has to be in place and not on. Then I'm ready. I mean, just like, you know realistically that the relationship is ready for, for that next step. step you guys have been dating for a while you understand you know what's going on you spend an, enough a, time together alignment on goals timeline exactly things like that. i mean ready like that yeah no i i agree i think that personally i'm trying to think of what i would want to do if the economy was just the the determining factor on if i'm going to move with my partner or not i would say that i probably would not um it would have to be an extreme circumstance like rent is going up to the point that I can't even afford it. I can't get a new place. Then, of course, that's just us looking out for one another. But I'm not going to leave my situation. You you get what I'm saying? Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily be. It would have to be to, like my rent. I don't have another up. choice. It would have to be back against the wall. I don't have any other options. I need to come. We have to join forces, nigga. I need <laughs> to come there um, because I would start thinking about ways that I can decrease my expenses right like rather streaming services figuring out what i need to do there's a lot of of our money that just goes out of our accounts we're not even really combing through and figuring out okay i'm paying for netflix i'm paying for this i'm paying do i really need all of those things i got a gym membership i got a class pass do Mm -hmm. i really need all of those things do the, the gym membership i started taking a comb through that's when I was like, let me put the audible on pause because I have books. I, I have credits. Can you here. pause it, though? Or do you have you to can pause it? Oh, I need to pause it. I, need, I have credits that need to be used, books that I'm not done with yet. And they're taking the $15. There's like, so many things. This insurance I had, $24.99 that I just signed up to get, signed up for to get a deal on getting my screen fixed. Like, <laughs> and you like know what that. else? It, when you have these um, streaming services, sometimes you'll be paying for additional things like Netflix. I mean, Hulu. I was watching... Um, I pay for the non-commercial version so I could watch Snowfall with no commercials. And yet here I am paying 
twelve ninety nine when I could be paying five dollars. Right. It's little things like that that you don't even realize. Like, and that's how they get you. have made my expenses go up by a hundred dollars just on subscriptions, just on miscellaneous things. Yeah, I'm like, I have Dipsy and I haven't even been using Dipsy. That's sixty dollars a year, and that probably is going. I need to term that. Term I didn't that. have it for the year. I was getting charged monthly. Oh, I had. They got me for the year. Okay, I said, well you already have it. No, oh, they but got it's going to renew. Again. Yeah, and the same thing happened, y'all, with Duolingo. It charged me $80 for the year. I said, oh, my fucking God. What I need to do, <laughs> what I need to do is um, call my cable, my internet provider. And turn it and because, switch your cable? Yeah, because it's like, why am I paying $100 a month just for internet? So you're going to turn it off completely? I'm not going to turn it off. I'm going to see what specials are running. Right. It's just little things like that. You will be really surprised. And how much money you could be saving when you really look at your finances. So I feel like that would probably be my first step. If my back was not against the wall and I was living by myself, my raise, my rates weren't going up, my wages weren't increasing, I would be thinking, what can I change so that I can give myself a pay increase? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm not using it, it needs to go. If I've been buying hella different things, you know how we do at the market. Yeah. There's ways to strategize and get your. There's ways. Your, There's definitely ways. Mm -hmm. I think most importantly that um, I know every situation is unique, but just if it's in your power, just making sure it's a, a holistically good decision. Yeah. When making it, because that's not that's not something light. Although the economy is going to level out, baby. and You're going to be like looking at this person. The living yeah. together can make or break. Living together is nothing light either. And I don't think it needs I've to never be done, done prematurely. It, sure. I don't think it does either. I do not think it needs to be done prematurely. At one point, I was like, oh, we could totally live together. I feel like I always wanted my partner there. Yeah. And I think that if we would have did it any sooner, it wouldn't have. It would have crashed and burned. Yeah. It would have crashed and burned. I feel like there's a season and a time and a reason for everything. And doing shit out of season will just ruin the whole thing. It's, yeah. It's I gonna think when you and Andres, it worked out in a good time frame. And that could also have to do with like the, the health of your relationship when mm -hmm. with other relationships when you were ready to do it. I'm like, girl, no. It was premature. Yeah. It was premature. And and at the time, I was thinking we could live together for the same reason. The economy wasn't bad, but the goal, the mind frame, the perspective was the same. We could be saving. I plan to be at your place. You plan to be at my place. Why would we both be spending so much money on rent when we can just come together? No, fuck that. Just yeah. pay your rent. I'll pay my rent. I'll see you when I see you. Because there's also something special about being able to retreat <laughs> to your own place. Okay. Then to hell with the bills. Especially when you're laying the foundation. Peace. Peace is at my home. Peace is at my home. Because once you decide to come together, there's no retreating. You're no. there. You have to figure it out. There um, isn't. You have to figure it out. And it's like you can't just go fleeing. And another thing is you. it really is difficult to take steps backwards. You can take your time to move forward, but imagine coming together, if not being right, and then it's given like, should we have not lived together? I should know. we move out and get our own places and stay together and continue dating? Whatever works for your situation, but I don't like to hustle backwards. I wouldn't want to hustle backwards either. If we're moving out after we've already lived together and then it's we're moving out up. and then still trying to be together, it gives, no. It it's gives something, breakup. Something's not giving. Yeah, no. Something's not giving economy wouldn't make me but there are a great percentage of people who will be doing this yeah who it'll make sense for their lives we um you know even there's another percentage of people who end up moving together or staying in a relationship you might not even be feeling the crunch of the economy or you might not even be living where 
I'm trying to figure out what I'm trying to say. You might not even necessarily feel the pressure of the recession, right? Everything is good. But knowing that the recession is occurring will also make you stay. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. The uncertainty. The uncertainty of the economy. Gearing up, preparing for the storm so that you can weather it if it hits you. Like I'm good by myself. And it would be fine by myself. But knowing that the economy is so bad is also what makes me cling to a partner. Not me personally. This is just an example. Right. You know what I mean? So that too, mind mindset around scarcity and abundance. Right. And then this, this opens up a larger conversation too, because ultimately we know that in the grand scheme of things that um, we get further in partnership, right? Mm-hmm. You just you, you just do. And we need partnership, especially when we're looking at how Social Security may be eliminated and like we won't have that that income coming in to where it's like, you know, I retired. I got my pension. You yeah, know, I can just you anymore. know, I can just get by like our grandmothers. Mm-hmm. We it, it's not I'm like y'all actually are living on my Social Security. Yeah, I'm tired of paying. it. But like our grandmothers, they don't need. Uh, a significant other to like get by they have their fixed incomes and they're able to do what they need to do but that probably won't be the story of our generation because of the way the resources are being dried up because they still they living on them i'm like y'all gotta get off their resources are being dried up and when you're old and gray and you need that dual income Mm -hmm. to really survive that's something to actually think about and consider I mean, yeah, but luckily we're not old and gray. We're not, but time. I mean, we're going to have to find somebody to gain game I know, with. but we got a while lot of While you're time. young. <laughs> we have a lot of while time. While you're young, you got to find someone. <laughs> you got a lot of time. Yeah. You got a lot of time. I mean, it, it it can make sense for who it needs to make sense for. It definitely can make sense for who, for who it needs to make sense for, but I I was just, um, when we were the photographer at the event that we went to, Kwani's event on yes. Sunday. Yes, Conrad. Conrad, yes, mm-hmm. Conrad was like, "Oh, what is your guys? What do you guys talk about on the podcast?" And I, I just, um, instead of giving the general overview of what we talk about, I, I was telling him that you know, this week we're actually going to be talking about the economy and how it affects relationships. And I asked him, you know, what are your thoughts? This is a man's perspective mm-hmm. because you know we're women here. I'm like, what are your thoughts? Like, um, how has the economy changed your thinking or made you think about living with a significant other? Is that a thing for you? And he was like, you know, I don't think that that would be enough for me. He was like, instead of just um, going straight to, we should move together. I would be like, you know, what jobs do we need to pick up? What, what are some things? Some, do we need to do Uber eats? Do we need to do this? You know, certain things to just empower us individually to kind of weather the storm the storm um versus just deciding to jump into the moving in together yeah and but it, again it's all subjective depending on where you are because if you've been together for like and then he said this too he was like you know if you've been together for like two years and you know that you guys are going all the way for the most part and everything's healthy and you decide you know what this is when we should just pull the trigger yeah. it makes sense right yeah. now yeah and then it's like okay you know we weren't necessarily thinking about it right at this moment, but let, let's do it. Yeah. We're not going anywhere. And that's kind of how my situation ha- happened, how we transitioned into moving. It was a talk, but when it really needed to happen, it was like, let's just do it. Like, this makes the most sense right now. So I definitely understand that. Speaking to what you mentioned about him to, um, mentioning about getting jobs and shit, extra jobs. In the little study that I was reading, they said that if you see very good looking people be or more waitresses and waiters who are handsome and fine yes or pretty showing up 
it's usually a sign that the economy is bad or, or getting worse. People mm-hmm. need extra jobs. So you have these people who might be working, you know, during the day as yeah, professionals. On the weekend, I'm, I'm hitting, I'm a bartender. I'm working right. at Sephora. I'm doing. Exactly. And then you see people start working in, yeah, waitering, waitressing and waitering so they can pick up extra coins. Oh. Yeah. Learn something. That's what it said. Learn something. So we're definitely going to see how this plays out. Like, mm-hmm. we don't know. We're new here. Yeah. I as, will be sitting still. I was thinking about moving in, and I said, no, it don't make no sense for me. Everybody stay where you at. Right, because although my apartment, it's, it's just really when you have these real honest adult conversations with yourself in these moments, because I'm like, okay, we're getting money coming in from the podcast. Mm-hmm. Like maybe this is a time where I can upgrade my apartment to like, you know, I want a Florida ceiling window, just like little, not necessities, but wants yeah. things that I would like, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? This is a 1195 can't beat it with a bat. This is not the time to go moving into a place where the rent's going to be increasing every year. And I don't know what it's going to be increasing to. This is a time more money's coming in and I'm keeping my, you expenses. should be really stacking. Same thing happened with the car. Yeah. I'm in a lease and it was time to go have the conversation about what to do next with the car. And it doesn't make sense right now for me to get into a new car because my car note is another thing that's very low. Mm. Um, When you look at car notes, it's it's very low. And if I were to get into a new car right now, it would be doubling based on the amount, the price of cars right now. Yeah. So I'm like, I can't. And the demand, the supply and demand is really, the cars are the same. It's the fact that you can't even fucking get one. So now they're getting it all back in blood. They're getting yeah. it back in blood. Same. And I really feel proud of us, like I mentioned earlier, to really sit down and take the, the not even necessarily that it's an ego thing, right? The logical. The, the logical, sensible approach to like decisions. Especially as it pertains to like finances and chess moves. Ideally, yes, you want the new thing. Yeah. You want to elevate. You want to upgrade your materialistic goods. Right. Your car, your apartment, whatever. But is that the best, smartest decision right now? Probably not. And a young me would have been like, fuck it. I can afford to double my car note. I could pay for that. And not really looking at the whole picture. Like this probably is not the best time. And there's a smarter decision. Although you would like to upgrade your car. Now is not the time. Yeah. Because simply because. The car is only three damn years old. Yeah. And simply because the price of the cars have shot up. Yeah. They're shot up right now. And like we said, this economy thing, this is temporary. This is not going to be here for long. And you know, everything is going to level out. We're just riding the wave. We're riding the wave. And, a, and a, a big piece is to be smart with your resources so that you can continue to do the things that you really like to do and that you really want to do. Those things don't have to necessarily be taken off the chopping block if you're making smarter decisions. Exactly. Staying in your apartment that's more affordable allows you the freedom to continue traveling, to yes. continue to invest, to continue to look nice and not have to neglect the things that you truly want that make you happy, right? Like getting your nails done. That's these nails yeah i mean even that has gone up the price of our nails have gone up yeah so but that's an important piece to you right getting your hair done staying nice is important so keeping your um controlling the controllables controlling the controllables when when and where you can and whatever that looks like for you combing out your finances 
figuring out what needs to go, what needs to stay, moving with your nigga, whatever. Yes. Whatever works for you is what works for you. Yeah, because there are some girlies who who are here who are like, you know what? It does make the most sense. We're We're just talking about it. That's it. Let us know what you think. I'd love to hear it. I would love to hear it, too. I would love to have this conversation on live. Oh, if you yes. didn't know, the girls are going live on Wednesdays now around 5. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. 435. 435. PST. PST. Join us. Yes. We're going to be continuing the conversations from that week's episode. Mm-hmm. So um, meet us over there. We want to hear your opinion, how the economy is impacting you, what your relationship is looking like during this time, and how we can strategize to thrive. Yes. We're strategizing to thrive. Strategizing to thrive. Yes. So I think that's it. We will see you next week. We love you so much. Talk to you soon. Bye.